This is a Bulldog Radio Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another sports podcast. It's been a little bit since we've done one of these, um, and today we have, we're have we going to try something we've never tried before. We actually have a couple guests with us who are not part of the Torch staff, um, and they're going to be sharing some of their sports stories with us here today. Last time we had uh, Editor-in-Chief Brendan Sanders join me and Brandon. Today it is me, Brody Kaiser, sports editor. Brandon Worth. And then our two guest stars are... Brendan Caswell. And, Gavin Boer. And they're, like I said, they're going to be talking a little bit about some of their sports life um, in high school and what they're doing now in college. But before we get into that, Brandon, let's touch on uh, volleyball a little bit. You wrote that article last week after a, a strong weekend from the Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. It was a strong weekend. Definitely um, one that I was not fully prepared for, but it's fine. We had a couple things come up, which I basically... Adaptability, I was, flexibility. Yeah. I was not supposed to write this article, but... I wrote it, so that's just the way it happened. And Still a strong article. Yeah, it wasn't, fine. wasn't too bad, but no, two, two big wins, two dominant wins. I mean, just winning a set 25-3, to three, that's yeah. all you have to oh, say yeah. to set the tone of how that game went um, on Sunday, and then Friday was just as good. I mean, their offense has been phenomenal. They're back to really what they were before. I think after that, that UP slump, they finally found the fire back at home. And that's really what we've needed. I mean, there's it's just had a couple of ro- tough road tests and to get back at home and dominate against teams that you can get a little bounce back with. Not no disrespect to Parkside or Davenport or those teams, but, but they're not Northern or Michigan. Thank you yeah, exactly. So definitely a good bounce back, and um, I, there was just solid performances across the board. Yeah, I mean, we've seen what they can do, and it's nice to see them actually do it after a, a little bit of a hiccup in the road. But oh yeah, like I said, those two teams are pretty good up in the north there. So. It was nice to see that from them. Um, let's see. Uh, Malik Mitchell set the passing yards record mm-hmm. last weekend, or in football's uh, most recent game against Northwood, was it? Northwood, yep. yeah. Northwood, Northwood, yeah. Um, Gavin, I know you have Malik in a couple classes. Do you want to talk just a little bit about who he is from what you know? Yeah, I mean, I've had him in a couple classes so far, and he just seems like uh, an extremely focused guy who's – very dedicated to uh his craft and he's um just wanting to perform the best he can honestly and last week he really really showed bulldogs what he he can do at the quarterback position because we really hadn't seen uh what he could do um before this point and i mean going out and breaking the school record that's that's pretty impressive honestly yeah i think the thing that's most impressive is like you said he hasn't really played all that much this year hasn't needed to i mean obviously mm-hmm. when bernhardt was healthy he was he was the guy so um when evan was in there too you know malik wasn't getting that many regular snaps but uh he definitely showed what he could do for sure and i think that's that's got to be promising for the future of of bulldog football as well because he's he is the future there yeah, I mean, you had I mean, you had the beautiful two games from Bernhardt where everyone's chanting Hardenland Hill and we only made it through two games. Like yeah. he was just that dominant and then obviously banged up after the Ashland game and then seeing Evan in there um, and then seeing Malik a little bit and you were like, "Hmm, I wonder if we're going to pick a guy right. who who's going to go to Evan's been here longer. Malik maybe has a little more upside." And I mean, 
classic and ease let's play both why yeah. not and so it was really hard to see like man what, what, i wonder what would happen if we just gave one of them all the snaps and that's what we saw from malik and it produced great success now i'm not saying like he's gonna throw up 500 yards every game because the northwood obviously not the same quality caliber as the team we're going to be playing next weekend so it's definitely interesting to see and i had a chance to actually talk with malik um a few days ago and i mean like i talked to him like man you guys got a such a deep quarterback room like how do you guys take that and it's like it's success for one another it really does not matter who's under center we want to make the best team possible and if that means that this or evan has to go in that's what it means if that means bernard's going that's what it means so it's really cool how they're so selfless about it because i mean there's been a lot of programs where that stuff can become toxic and that oh, leads yeah, to sure. departures mm-hmm. very early on in their careers mm-hmm. i think it's interesting too because at least from my perspective that quarterback battle seemed like it was going to be Evan coming out on top. You know, mm-hmm. you just kind of had a sense, like a niece, if he was going to choose one of those two guys, he was going to choose Evan. But no, it goes with Malik, and uh, Malik put a great game together for sure. Fantastic game. Yeah, so um, let's uh, let's talk to our guest here a little bit. Uh, it's kind of the point of this this episode of the podcast. Um, so, Brendan, maybe we'll start with you. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about your high school athletic involvement? All right, so I... Freshman year, tried out for the soccer team. I played all the way up till junior year. At the same time, I was also playing baseball, and I played baseball four years of high school where I was the catcher for our team. I believe uh, we played on the same team at one point, yeah, Brody, for one right? season, my freshman year, your sophomore. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. It's a little ways back there, so mm-hmm. I was trying to remember. But uh, I stopped playing soccer my senior year so I could focus on baseball because I was – my favorite sport so i focused on that had a pretty good year senior year we won district championship we also won districts my junior year as well so it was a pretty good note to end on winning Mm back-to-back districts in high school i think after i graduated they won districts one more time so we won it three years in a row yeah for sure my senior year we uh they won it again i wasn't part of the team but I believe that they won it for the three P. This was pretty pretty cool to see that three years in a row, our baseball programs putting up numbers on the banners in our high school or mm-hmm. whatever they have hanging yeah, in the gym for nowadays. Sure. For sure. So two sports for you, uh, Gavin. You had three sports in high school, right? So yep. baseball, basketball, and football. Baseball, basketball, and football, all the way through pretty much uh, my entire life. Those were the the only three that I stuck with, and honestly, couldn't couldn't decide which one would have been my favorite it was pretty much just whatever whatever i was in during that season is what i would consider my favorite Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah so basketball point guard Mm -hmm. quarterback for football catcher you caught in baseball and then played shortstop was that it or yeah i was kind of all over the place uh throughout my career like when we had a more solid catcher i was playing shortstop or um a little bit of second base in my career, but when um, we didn't really have a solid catcher behind the plate, it, that's usually when I would end up playing catcher. It wasn't my preferred position, right. but you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah, so a couple catchers in the room Catching today with us, Brandon. Man. I don't know why you don't mm-hmm. like it. It's, it's not as uh, laid back as playing shortstop or second base or anything like play. that. <laughs> that's true. I don't know. I've, I've never never really had my experience catching. I think I caught like one game maybe when I was like eight years old. But uh, 
Catching was not for me either. What about you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I had my experiences catching. I wasn't a full-time catcher. I was more of like the, the alternative, like, hey, let's we need our starters a rest. This is an off week. We're playing non-conference, like pushover. It's like, yeah, you can throw me behind the dish. It's fine. But it, it's definitely a different aspect of just taking in the game because, I mean, you got so much responsibility. Like, you're calling every pitch or you're always mm-hmm. getting signals. You're calling coverages. And you're just – it's always such a high-intense – position that a lot of people don't realize because i mean yeah it's like yeah catch throw back like, no, no 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 it's way more it's than that take it take it back a little bit but it's definitely fun i don't think like i couldn't be able to take it every day just because like man my knees would be dead by the time i'm 30 oh, yeah. but i mean it's still pretty fun it's definitely fun to get behind the dish sometimes mm-hmm. i uh like i said i think i only caught one game I just did not like it, man. It was not for me. I would much rather be the one delivering the ball than catching the ball. But uh, I could agree with you there. Anyways, I, I only played till my freshman year, so I guess it didn't really matter in the long run. These guys played for their whole high school career. But uh, mm-hmm. with that being said, uh, maybe talk about your favorite sport moment. So pick one sport that you played and talk about your favorite moment. Hmm, that's interesting. I'd have to think about that one. So a lot of good moments I've had in my sports career. Um, I would say, well, one of my favorites was winning districts for the first time. It's nothing better than winning like a championship with all your friends you've been played with since you could basically walk. That's one of my favorite moments. Can't beat it. Um, trying to think if there's another one that's not related to that. Oh, I got a good one. And not it wasn't high school, but hitting your first home run in baseball. Mm. Uh, is a feeling like no other i love that feeling so it feels so good to finally hit one over the fence especially when you're like not a super built guy like me so you just you base hitter type of guy so you mm-hmm. get that one good one where it goes over the fence it's yeah awesome. no i uh i never hit a home run in my entire baseball career so that's a feeling i wish i could have back but uh i don't so that's mm-hmm. a good one gavin what about you um i for high school specifically i've really got only two two moments one for football and one for basketball um for football our our program was struggling throughout the 2000s up until uh we got a new head coach my freshman year who was an old coach former player um wanted to come back and kind of just change the program so the my class the class of 2019 we really had a goal that we wanted to get back to the playoffs because we hadn't been there since uh early 2000s i possibly 15 years um before so we ended up going six and uh six and three in the regular season make it to the playoffs first round and so our overarching goal was that we wanted to make the playoffs and well we had obviously achieved that so I mean, we were we were satisfied with that, but we obviously wanted to do more, and so we're playing the number one seed in our district, and we end up beating them by like three touchdowns, and we were just all shocked. Like, we're, there's we we thought there was no way we were going to beat this team, the number one team in the in the district. So we go out and we play one of the best football games we had played all year, and we end up beating them, and that was that was one of the best feelings, and. Uh, my high school career but the second moment was probably senior year basketball uh we played our rival school lakewood twice they're 
a lot bigger than us. They were the biggest school in the conference. Uh, we were obviously the smallest school in the conference, and we ended up beating them twice in basketball, once at their place, once at our place, and both of those wins were just just so fun, just a lot of energy because we were so close, so all the fans came, and that those those were two of the best and most fun wins I've ever had in mm-hmm. my high school career. Yeah, those are two good ones. I mean, obviously winning is uh... – Making the playoffs and beating your rival; those are those are the two best yeah. feelings in sports. Pretty big ones, honestly. Yeah. Um, Brandon, what about you? I feel like we've talked about this before, but it's been a while, maybe, and not with these guys. Uh, I mean, I have won um, district titles, conference titles, and those are always great. I know one for me personally was um, was in you know, my senior year in cross country state finals in. Um, being able to get all state was one of the goals I had after junior year. I had ran at states before. I had I ran one of my worst races, and I remember just being so upset the entire ride home. And when I got home, I was I'm never gonna let that happen again. And just the whole 365 cycle of working so hard and thinking about it so often, and then you finally get back and you not only get all state, but you get in the top ten basically as almost near first team all state in that regard was one of the best feelings like it was one of the most self-fulfilling feelings i've ever had and it was it was no other but i think another one was definitely my senior year for basketball um i had broken my wrist in three places halfway through the season so i ended up missing like 10 games or whatever and we were playing in our district game against our rival big rapids and in we were playing i believe them in the stand i believe in the district semifinals. that was my first game or i believe it was my second game back and it was a crowd like no other. It was absolutely lights out. And just being back on the floor and ended up beating them for the first time because we had lost both games to them in the regular season when I was out. And just being able to come in and be able to contribute to the win was like one of the best feelings. It was one of the best locker room feelings, definitely for mm-hmm. sure, with everybody so excited and coaches dancing and <laughs> music playing. It was, it was a really cool feeling. It, those are probably my top two. Yeah, definitely. There you go. So there's a couple uh, top sports moments from high school. Maybe now let's talk about college athletics. Brandon obviously is the only one here that's on a Ferris official team, but we all do play flag football. So, Brandon, maybe you want to kick us off there? Uh, Yeah. Actually, we're all on the same team, and we've been doing all right. What are we now, like 5-0? after last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Gavin's our quarterback. Me, Brandon, and Brody just run routes or do whatever Gavin wants us to do. Pretty Bas- much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Sounds right. But yeah, it's been a good time. We've had fun. Uh, it's usually been pretty nice out we played, except for last night when it rained. But Yeah, the rain is not preferred. No, no it is not fun when it's in the rain. The cold's not great either, but I'd rather have it be I would very cold, it be cold than, than well. rainy, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... Gavin, what are your thoughts on uh, flag football? I know you've been playing since freshman year. Um, then last year we picked up a, basically a brand new team. Same team carried into this year for the most part with the addition of Brandon. Um, maybe talk a little bit about where we've come from the first time you and I played. It's it's a lot different from the first time we played. I mean, I remember the first game when we played. Weren't those were they rec, rec guys or were they just no? They were. Uh, that was the community college transfer dude yeah. um can't remember his name but it doesn't matter yeah um i mean that game we didn't even realize we thought we only could have six guys on the field we didn't know like what the 
the down and distance we pretty much thought were, this was going to be like high school recess yeah flag football type yeah. of thing and it is completely not like that at all so we yeah. were in for a little bit of a rude awakening yeah didn't know that there was going to be rushing that there was going to be like i mean the the other team comes out and they're running full motion plays and like hot routes at the line and we barely have enough guys to feel the team and we're looking like lost puppies out there don't know what's going on and these guys are six three six four two hundred pounds out there just <laughs> running all over us it was they're running like legit routes yeah. like breaking us down and cutting outside and faking yeah. a slant or something like that and it was it was uh that was honestly even having played the next two years that was probably the best team we've played oh that for first sure. game they were yeah. so good yeah they all knew what they were doing they're all insane athletes that yeah they they were solid for sure what was their name like the stallions yeah, or something the, i think the stallions is what oh i've heard you guys them. talk about them before oh they yeah. were even two years later they were very good but yeah anyways our team's come a little bit a little farther than that in the mm -hmm. past two years yeah i mean i looking back at that i mean we're our team now is a very similar comparison to that team when it comes to just our route running our athleticism our knowledge for the game and just the way that we are able to so far just manhandle teams i mean that's pretty much what that team did to us and that's mm -hmm. kind of what we're doing to some of the teams this year i feel like yeah definitely brandon anything you want to add to uh flag football as no, the newcomer to this year's team no it's been great man i appreciate you guys allowing me to hop on the train here that's been so successful so far i guess i guess i'm kind of the bandwagon of the team but that's <laughs> i guess that's okay um no but i i was definitely like i was also in the same boat like surprised how like serious it is like i mean very I, competitive yeah it is super competitive and that's what i really liked about it because i mean i've obviously i figured it was going to be like somewhat competitive but it's a more casual and then we're at like are these are we actually like seeing guys that are going to be full running full playbooks type of thing but no it's legit like it's really fun and just being able i feel like to finally kind of experience a little bit of football is that a sport that i never got into in high school and middle school um kind of due to size concerns but um just being able to do that and not not worrying about getting drilled by anybody that's mm -hmm. twice the size is Big definitely factor, yeah. nice feeling so yeah um no but it's been it's been really fun i can't wait to play with the guys next week yeah not having the uh the threat of getting leveled running across the middle of the field is definitely nice i mean i never really experienced that anyways because i didn't mm -hmm. play football in the first place but mm-hmm in the back of your mind, I feel like it's kind of, you know, you're running that route and you're like, well, well, not going to get leveled by some safety coming down and going to drill me. So that's a nice feeling for sure. But uh, anyways, we're still in season there for flag football. We have one more week before playoffs starts, two more games. I believe that's how the entire men's schedule is set up. So most yeah. teams should be wrapping up so, after yeah. this coming week. Mm -hmm. um, so stay tuned there. We might chat some more about uh, playoffs when they roll around. But another IM sport that's coming up soon is basketball. So I know that I plan on playing in a t on a team. Gavin plans on playing. Brandon, are you? Do you have any plans to play uh, IM basketball? On the fence still. Yeah. Gonna. Well, I mean, you're gonna have to be training too for track. That's probably about when cross is Correct. wrapping up. And yes. So yeah, that could be a little challenging, but. Mm -hmm. uh, Basketball is more my speed. I didn't play football at all in high school. I did play basketball, so I'm a little bit more knowledgeable, I'd say, about that. 
Um, Gavin, I don't know how you feel about the difference between football and basketball. Same cup of tea for me, honestly. Yeah. Yep. I played both of them in high school, so it's it's going to be nice this year going from the three-on-three three last year um, due to COVID restrictions. We were only able to play the three-on-three three last year, and now we're getting back to the five-on-five uh, five full court, and I think that's where our our team's strength really lies. So I think that we'll have have a, a better shot this year, honestly, mm-hmm. than we did last year. And last year I thought we were we – were we're pretty really good, good as yeah. well, yeah. Yep. Uh, Brennan, do you have any plans to play basketball? Or are you going to be a, a cheerleader for this one? Uh, most likely a cheerleader for this <laughs> one. I have barely touched a basketball in my life, and when I have, I'm not very good with it in my hands. And more of a casual basketball player? Yeah, I'd say so. Like when we go shoot around at the gym type of stuff, that's mm-hmm. not very serious. That's more my speed than there you a five-on-five five super competitive for wins and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. not me hey any, anything helps man any, any way you can I should get be, that uh, i can be a coach on the sideline for you guys there you go yeah break some clipboards for us mm-hmm. yeah, yeah some clipboards. so i think um one other sport we all have at least somewhat in common is golf uh, oh, i know i take golf pretty <laughs> seriously i i really enjoy the game of golf we've talked a little bit about that on this podcast before and i know brandon is kind of in the same boat i saw that nice little picture you posted the other two weeks ago was it and you were like, oh, maybe, I, yeah, cho- maybe was. I chose the wrong sport. Yeah, that was the <laughs> I Am Scramble tournament. Yeah. Was it? No, I definitely picked the right sport. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was still fun, though. I went out with some guys to play that Scramble tournament that I Am's put on, which was honestly pretty fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, we didn't get first. We didn't get last. So, hey. There you go. Can't say anything wrong. There you go. Was that, that was at Khaki, right? Yep. It was at Khaki. Yeah, Khaki's a, Khaki's a very nice course. I'd have been surprised if they did it somewhere else. But uh, mm-hmm. I know you two guys also are... Uh, Casual golfers. I dabble in it once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm anything uh, special. I could definitely uh, improve my iron game. That's for sure. Yeah, the irons are tough. Once you once you learn how to hit those, though, you're, you you'll notice your game goes from very subpar to only slightly subpar. <laughs> only slightly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, our roommate's birthday is coming up. Mm-hmm. Is it next week? This coming week. Yep. Was it Wednesday? Or Tuesday? I think it's Wednesday. But uh, we plan on going to Cat Key on Friday, all six of us, and uh, doing a three-on-three scramble for his birthday. Yeah, it should be fun. should be a good time. Hopefully the weather's nice. Yeah, pray the weather holds out because golfing when it's cold is uh, not not fun. And golfing when it's raining just doesn't happen. So let's hope that the weather holds for us there. But, Gavin, what are your thoughts on golf? When did you kind of start picking it up? Um, It's always been a thing that's kind of not really been pushed on me more like uh suggested by my family my uh my dad was an all-state golfer in high school my grandpa was the golf coach another phenomenal golfer um the rest of my family just all very great golfers honestly so while I was growing up I was always a big baseball guy I was like yeah it's just more more fun for me and I don't really like the slow pace of golf and then I got out of high school, um, and me and my buddy Austin, we decided to start going golfing a little bit more. And I started to like it a lot more than what I used to. And um, so then we, I mean, we would go probably about once a week, honestly, and uh, was kind of able to pick it up a little bit more. Had dad go show me some things where I was struggling and. It made it a little bit more enjoyable, but this last summer I wasn't really able to get out that much due to work, but hoping next summer to 
start getting out more and being a little more consistent with it. Yeah, for sure. That's one thing about golf is if you're not consistent with it, I mean, I'm not saying any of us are that good at golf anyways, but if you're not consistent with it, uh, that's definitely a sport where you're going to lose a lot of skill very quickly, unfortunately. And mm-hmm. it's a frustrating game too, but uh, very frustrating. It's, it's definitely fun to, to be out there in golf for sure. So I guess we're, uh, we're kind of running short here on time, but let's touch on the Detroit Lions a oh little boy. bit here. We got a couple of <laughs> resident Lion fans in the room. <sighs> Um, Brandon, maybe you want to kick off our or our weekly uh, Lions recap, I guess, if you want to call it that, or maybe a, a Lions a Lions sad talk. There we go. <laughs> there you go. That's more. That's more like it. Uh, I don't really know what to say. It's really kind of been last week. I I really didn't have a problem with um, like some of the aggressive calls early. I did have a problem once it has not worked twice to keep doing it. I think that we should have probably changed something up there. And, I mean, I, I, I don't really, like, know how to feel after that Bears game just because, like, really what we needed to do was be able to pass rush, and we didn't have two of our top pass rushers. So, like, what to expect out of that was really low. But, I mean, I definitely think there's some things we got to clean up. I think there's some things we have to sharpen up. But I think the effort is there. We just got to get the actual skill. And then I think we're going to be in good ways. Until then, we're probably just going to be average, maybe a little under average. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, like, you look at the schedule they've had so far, and it's been brutal. Packers, Bears, Ravens, and... San Fran. San Francisco. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, that is a very, very tough schedule for mm-hmm. a good team, even. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you, you wouldn't expect to be much more than 2-2, two and two, even if you're a good team with that schedule. Uh, obviously, the Lions, not a good team this year. But they're better than I think most people, including myself, would have expected. Like, That's there's fair. not a lot of talent on this team if you look at their roster. No, but their receivers have played pretty well. Jared Goff's been serviceable in a new yes, system. That is an appropriate yeah. word. It almost serviceable. Seems like, it seems like Dan or um, Dan Campbell, right? That's his name. Yes. Yep. Uh, I almost said Dan Arnold. Dan <laughs> Campbell has been a big surprise for this team. Like he's giving them an energy that they just simply have not had in recent years, at least with under Patricia. Mm -hmm. I could agree with that. I feel like there's definitely more emphasis on, hey, let's turn this thing around compared to when Patricia was there. I mean, the whole locker room was a mess. Everyone Mm -hmm. wanted out of there. Yeah. That that was just like, yeah, this is a train wreck going down until we change something where, like, that was more personality and personnel and, like, character things, where this is more... Like, we're starting to get that. Now we just got to get the football stuff put together. Right. Getting some better product on the field, being able to put together a little bit better game plans. Like, I love the creativity we showed earlier in games. Like, I mean, especially, I believe, against the Ravens. But then we kind of faded away from that back to the old classic. And it was kind of like, man, it was working. Like, why didn't we stick with that? So, I think, I mean, I think that the way that he's going about, or I should say Dan Campbell's going about this, is the, is the right way. Build the culture first, then get the playbook figured out. Because I think there's so much emphasis especially in the national football league of playbook 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 skill 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 where then it's like hey hey we got to actually have pieces together and that's what mm-hmm. really builds teams together and that's really how dynasties are born so i mean i think we're doing it the right way it's going to be a struggle but let's just give it some time before we just we start calling for people's heads already yeah i think uh it's it kind of seems like patricia had this view that the lions were a super bowl worthy team and then when they they just simply weren't, and but he wasn't willing no, to like not. fix that. Where I feel like Campbell came in and said, "Okay, you know what? We are not a good team, but we're going to be a good team." Mm-hmm. And I think that difference in mentality might be the reason this team has some fire, and they're and they're competing with some of the best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. 
Uh, Brennan, I, well, I know Gavin, you call yourself a Lions, yourself a Lions fan, but uh, do you call yourself a Lions fan, or are you more of a casual viewer? I, I'm a Lions fan. I, I like to watch the games, and I get upset when they lose. <laughs> you know. That's fair. So you've done but, you've uh, been upset quite a bit this year, then. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially mm-hmm. when they lose to a NFL record-setting field goal mm-hmm. to the Ravens. That's very upsetting to a Lions fan. Yeah. But uh, one good thing that's come out of it is uh, TJ Hawkinson. He's been a pretty standout tight end this yeah, year. Yeah, he's, he's definitely showing why the Lions spent a first-round pick on him a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, he's I been mean, putting up numbers. Followed in George Kittle's footsteps from Iowa. Obviously, he's not on the Kittle level quite yet, I wouldn't say. But he's he's you know in the conversation of top five in the league for sure. Yeah, I would so, say so. Got that bright spot bright spot on offense for sure give him a few more years of experience he could be on a george kittle level. yeah yeah definitely i mean i think he's one year behind kittle maybe two years somewhere in there yeah i think yeah. Like one that, or yeah. two they were on the same rosters at one point yeah at Iowa, i believe they played together but yeah. i can't remember if hawkinson was a year or two behind kittle anyway so it doesn't matter because then it wasn't um noah fant in there too yeah noah mm-hmm. fant was right after or i think fant and hawkinson were the same class actually Shh. or maybe fant was one year behind but yeah, I was. Uh, Iowa did some wonders there, producing some top tier tight ends in the NFL for Had sure. A lot of good tight ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing that's kind of surprised me about the Lions is their. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily say their committee approach to the backfield because I did predict that, but the fact that they're running the ball with so much success—not just Swift, but Williams as well. Gavin, was that something that, as a Lions fan, you kind of expected, or did oh. you see Williams' role being a little different? I mean, I was really expecting Swift to take most of the touches but to see him be able to share the ball like that because didn't swift have some injury issues was that last year Yeah, he missed a couple games last year he's been limited in almost every practice so far this year i think it's an ankle issue maybe yeah i think it is his his lower leg has been a concern ever since the draft process he's he's not been i don't think we've seen a fully healthy deandre swift since maybe late last year yeah so I mean, being able for him to share like that, it's. I think it'll be better in the long run for sure. Yeah, and I think I mean they're both good receiving backs, but that was what Williams specialized in at Green Bay. So my prediction coming into the season was that Swift would handle a lot of the you know the between the tackles stuff, the early down short yardage goal line type of carries, and then Williams would be more of the scat back, the Tariq Cohen type of role. Um, but that's not really what we've seen. I mean, Swift, I think, actually has more receptions than Williams to this kind point. Kind of flip-flop. But uh, Williams is kind of the bruiser, which complete switch from him, his role in Green Bay behind Aaron Jones. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely, like, Jamal was definitely, I was like, with with Aaron Jones, like, Aaron Jones clearly can be a bruiser. Like, he can he's shown that, which, I mean, now this year he's had more emphasis in the past game. So now I feel like there's a lot of more coordinators that are like, yeah, we like the dual threat guys a lot more. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, really, like, it's kind of nice to have two because, I mean, we've seen it already this year. Injuries are... Oh, injuries are injuries real. Injuries are starting and, to set in, yeah. yeah. Usually usually around weeks three, four, five, that's kind of when some big names start going down. Obviously, Joe Mixon dealing with an injury this week. Calvin Ridley missing a game for personal reasons. We saw Russell Wilson last night leave early. Daryl Henderson got banged up. And there's a ton of players already that have been uh, missing games. A.J. Brown's another big name. But for the Lions, they've been relatively healthy. They haven't had that many injuries outside their secondary. Ah, uh, Okuda was a big injury, and... Oh, um, Melifonwu, I think was his name, was a pretty mm-hmm. big injury as well. So they're thin there, but both running backs have played every game despite Swift's 
concerns with his injuries. Uh, receivers have been healthy. Hawkinson is in danger of missing this game, though. That could be a big loss. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how they do this week. Who, who are they playing this week? Um, Come on, Lions fans. Someone's got to know. I'm not sure, actually. You know, sometimes when they start losing so much, the Vikings sounds like it is the Vikings. It is the Vikings. I, yeah, I think it was the Vikings. You're right, because I got Kirk Cousins in my lineup because I know he's going to go off. Playing the Vikings. And honestly, I think this is despite the fact that the Vikings are a very good team. I think this is going to be the softest matchup, at least on paper they've had this far um vikings defense not nearly the same level as san fran or the ravens Mm -hmm. their offense you know comparable i would say to the ravens in terms of their ability to move the ball but um that pass game is going to be is going to be tough to stop with Thielen and jefferson yeah that's going to be the biggest question mark Mm -hmm. but i guess we were skeptical of their ability to stop lamar jackson and they did a pretty good job of that so who knows maybe they'll surprise us and uh and move up to one and four yeah they might get a win this week yeah that would put them above jacksonville in the power rankings anyways so (laughs) i think we all know we're better than jacksonville yeah probably i would uh, i'd be hard pressed to say that a trevor lawrence led jacksonville team could beat the lions right now but who knows we're not going to see that this year. That's true. Um, it's a bummer. Yeah, a little bit. But anyways, I think that just about wraps it up for this week. Anything you guys want to add? No, just thanks for having me on this week. Yeah, yeah appreciate course. it. Yep, no problem. It's been a good time. Yeah, I think we'll try to incorporate some more guests onto the sh- onto the podcast here. This was a fun. This was fun. A little bit different format. Didn't quite talk about the torch as much as we usually do, but that's okay. We got a lot of that last week with editor in chief Brendan Sanders here. So. If no one else has anything to add, I think we can go ahead and wrap it up. Brandon, you got anything? Nope. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next time.